uh, yesterday at work, somebody shit themselves. <laughs> and it was a uh, veteran broker. <laughs> shit his pants? No, so what he did was he had the shit. So he starts walking towards the bathroom, and it's like pretty much the complete opposite of where his desk is. And he's like wobbling. <laughs> So he's uh, walking, and then he just starts shitting out of his pants. So there's, like, a <laughs> line of poo. Like, probably, like, a 15-yard line of just straight poo in the carpet. Jesus. And Is it, like, diarrhea? Like, slippery? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Dude. And so there's, like, big pile, line, pile, line. <laughs> oh and he God. makes it into the bathroom. That's and mortifying. I'd just kill myself in the bathroom. What do you do? <laughs> like, I'm like, if that happened to me, which it very well could yeah. have, uh, what yeah. would you do? Happened to everybody. Just, I'd drown myself in a toilet. I have 100% thought I was going to shit myself the other day, but my friend was in the stall next to him when he came was in. Was he crying? Uh, no, he was like, he said he was breathing heavy. And uh, the GSM came in and was like, Are you okay in there? And he's like, yeah. Oh, my God. And then uh, I guess they saw the poo-poo splatter all over the carpet. He came back in. Did you have an accident? <laughs> he goes, yeah. <laughs> oh, Older guy. Uh, like, And it's it sucks because he's like a 50-year-old dude. So, But uh, if it was like somebody like me or anybody else, somebody could, you know, you could like rip on me and i would never live it oh down. and they'd rip on you your yeah. whole the rest yeah. of your career there it, yeah. would, it would be a a whole thing my god dude he shitted himself holy shit and he came back to work and he finished out the day after he went home showered changed clothes came back <laughs> act like it never happened oh i bet you have to act like it never happened do what you because i wouldn't know do? what to do i'd be like i wouldn't even been walking in that bathroom i would have you would have just seen me shit myself all the way out of the office like, dude outright i would have cried in that bathroom and uh, that's all the in there they're just here and they're like <laughs> to make it worse you know sid too yeah he's like super loud and he's like he's pretty he's funny dude but he's like he was gone for three hours or whatever and he came back and he's like what the hell i can't leave the office for three hours come back you got <laughs> shitting everywhere and, and the dude who sid did it is the there <laughs> yeah and uh just they have them. clean it up? I don't know, but they That's had to call what? a fucking code brown, and that shit ain't cheap. Like, <laughs> if you're calling somebody to clean up human shit, that's like a five thousand dollar bill, no matter what. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> code brown. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Can't believe it's What's shit. What's vomit? Code beige. I don't know, but I would I would have rather been vomit because they've got. <laughs> Fans in the hallway now, like where he was, so it makes it even worse for him. Oh He's like, uh, "This is for me," you know. <laughs> so, I posted Potter. I don't know if you've seen gameplay of Back for Blood yet. Yeah, of course. I mean, I watched. Soda okay. was streaming it all week. Okay, <clears throat> gotcha. I just wanted to make sure that we've all seen it. That way, we have some understanding. I have a very limited understanding from not playing it. Yeah, but... yeah. I mean, not playing it, but. There's a lot you can pull watching it. Matt, you're not in the shape to start wearing tank tops yet. Relax. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man, he looks like one of those guys at the one of those guys at the trailer park that was buff in high school and has slowly gone downhill, <laughs> but he's still wearing the tank tops. Like, yeah, yeah, you look like you should have a receding hairline. Well, actually, I have pretty good hair. I know, but I feel like you should. It would make a lot of sense if you just had a bald spot. Yeah. It would, but I got other things going for me though. Like what? I mean, like like flaws. Oh, like the hemorrhoids. Oh. And the d- deep depression. And <laughs> I don't think he has deep depression. I don't think that's really his shtick. No. Nah. Just fuck with him. Okay. Drug Top of the show. Like we that. didn't do it last week, but we're going to talk about what we've been playing this week. And I'm going to start with you, Potter, because I think I know the answer mm-hmm. to Matt's <laughs> question. Yeah, first off, I actually, I did switch it up this week. I've been playing Overwatch only because I'm so bored. With everything I play, that I was like, fuck it, I'll just play some shit that I suck at and see if I can get a little better. Uh, I mean, I played a little Rocket League as well. League's off the table and done. Wow, I, literally it is official. I have unsubscribed. So yeah, I was just playing Overwatch. I suck dick at that game. I'm bronze and it's annoying. I won like five games in a row. So, and I was like, okay, cool. That'll get me close to promoting. Then I lost one and lost like all the LP I gained. I was like, wait a second. The fuck is this? Like my placement games, I went four and one. And then I won four games in a row and lost one. And I lost like a like 60 LP or something. I was like, what the fuck is this game? Do you have a main on there yet? Uh, Yeah, Roadhog. But I only play tanks because I suck. I mean, I'm okay. Yeah, with Roadhog's some... so fucking gross, though, dude. His hook, his yeah. Yeah, eat, eat the fucking orange or whatever brings him up like 35% health. That, that shit's strong. pretty broken. Um. I tried. I mean, I'm okay on Winston. I can't juggle, which is evidently something you really need to be able to do if you're going to play him. Um, juggle. It's like, like when you use ult? your alt and you're juggling people so they mm. can't touch the ground anymore. I don't fucking know how to do that shit. Uh, I play Reinhardt, but every single time I play him, I go way too deep because I'm just like, mm. L or charge. And the second I charge, I'm like 30 miles behind enemy lines, just swinging a shield around, just like, please stop, please stop. Uh, and I tried Zyra, and I was like, yep, this takes too much thought. Or is it, What's her name? I don't know. The Russian cunt. I really oh, yeah. liked playing Zendaya uh, or something. Something like that. Yeah, he's, he's damn good. Strong damage and strong healing. I usually play about, Mercy. Oh, you're talking about a, the other guy. Zendaya, I was talking about the, the Russian bitch. Oh, oh, I was talking about the monk guy. Oh, oh I was yeah. playing quite a bit of Mercy. Monk, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was playing Mercy too. She's she's fine. I just like Mercy's pretty awesome. Her alt Zarya really fun. Zarya, that's right. Zarya, that's what it is. Yeah, but yeah, I played Mercy and Lucio when I played Lucio mostly because I loved using his fucking blast out of that thing mm-hmm. in his hand yeah. where he just chucks people off the map. Oh, actually, it's not Mercy. Who was I playing? Diva. Jesus, all I play is tanks. Uh, I like playing Doomfist a fucking lot. Like, he's by far my favorite damage champ. But, I like, dude, the Qs are like 13 minutes for damage, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll just play tank all day. He's kind of hard to play, too, isn't Doomfist? He like, you gotta be really, pretty good. He feels randomly smooth for me compared to every other... Like, I can't aim for fuck. So, it's nice to have that grace window of a big hitbox, and I yeah. can shuffle his abilities usually pretty decently. Yeah, because your mechanics in League are pretty good, so juggling abilities in this probably comes naturally out of it does like my my mechanics are fine it's my dude my aiming like <laughs> i try to shoot for heads and it's just like i just need to stop i just need to shoot people in the fucking body so i'm landing shots until i get better because 
I haven't played an FPS since Tarkov, but that's, dude, that's honestly even different because Tarkov is, let's go hunt for an hour, we'll loot all this shit, and then either A, we'll get the jump on somebody, take three seconds to line up the shot and shoot somebody in the fucking head, or they'll do that to us. There's that's all- a great lead into Matt, what have you been playing this yeah. week? Um, I tried to get another For the King started, but I was drunk and I couldn't get into it. Okay. <laughs> what do you For mean you couldn't get great. into it? We should um, play some. I was just like, like I was like yeah. super stoked to play it. I started it up, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do this." For the king is a problem when you play with Matt, though, because he takes longer on his turns in For the King than he does in D and D. Yeah, which... you're full of shit. I showed you how to make that game go quicker, and you're like, "How do you do that?" <laughs> Bullshit. We're in there, both me and Austin. After we play a game with Matt, like, holy fuck, did that just double our time running through this game with Matt? Like, uh, let me. Oh, do I have this? Wait, do I want to move here or should I? Oh my god, about to that rip my dick off. Drives me insane. That's not true, and I'm not going to explain the nuances of. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're not going to steal my joke, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fuck. I've been playing. I tried to play for the king because Soda was playing this endless mode, and I cannot find it anywhere online. It's 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 do not you have to endless. unlock it. Do you have to like win? One yeah, of the maybe. It's, yeah. I don't think it's an it. endless mode. I think it's like a dungeon crawler, and all I, you do is. That's what I want to play, but I could not find it anywhere. And you get to play all three roles. Yeah, or you can play with a team, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do that in, in any map. Regular adventure. But you yeah. used to not be able to do that, right? No, you could I always don't, do that. I don't remember that. I think you could always do that. You could always play solo. Also, we had a board game night. That was cool. We did have Saturday. a board game night. That's that didn't worth come. Talking about. We're going to talk about some of the games we played at that board game night a little later, but that That's was cool. a good time. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because we played a bunch of games I had never played. Um, but I've also been playing Tarkov, Rocket League. Um, I ended higher this season in ranked by a division. Did you? What were you? I had champ on Div 4. Yeah, I was champ 2. You weren't champ 2. I will look it up right now. Do it. All right. Let's all tap this shit. No, you weren't. I didn't get my champ rewards because I didn't. Oh, you didn't even get champ rewards yet. You were champ two somehow. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you get you climb reward levels by winning games. I'm aware how you do it because I always get so ridiculously high that I didn't (laughs) even win as many games as you. You didn't get champ two. I played with you the week it ended. Go ahead, check it out. We'll wait. I played with. I don't actually know how. I played with you the week it ended. (laughs) Yeah, and when you when you and I played. I was champ one, div three. No, you were fucking not. You were diamond in one of them. Well, you're wrong. Hmm. But I've been doing that. Tarkov is as cool as ever. They just released a huge patch with awesome changes. What's in the patch? Tell us about it. So there's a Scav Karma system, and they're kind of working out the kinks for that because the game is still in beta, but... Um, they added a bunch of new quality of life changes. So, like, if you extract as a player scav, you do gain karma with fence. So it's much, much easier to gain karma. Um, so reputation with fence. Yeah, right? exactly. Not just yeah. Karma. It's rep. Okay. So explain to me then why have a karma system? Because one of the things I liked about Tarkov, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here for the sake of it. One of the things I liked about Tarkov is that Hey, maybe if I'm not really good at PvP, I can go in as a scav, I can kill the scavs on the map, which are just NPCs, CPU, enemies, take all their shit, and then extract, right? And then that'll yeah, well, help you me can't every do 15 that. minutes. You can't do uh-huh. that now. 
plus they've also added the durability system in so say you were to run around i mean technically you could kill the npc scabs but the weapons you get are lower dur durability um and you lose rep which isn't a big deal but actually gaining rep is a is a huge deal because the more rep you have the better loadouts you get the more discount in the store from the fence items you get. Um, so it's really a design decision that says go hunt players. Yeah, because it's it really sticks kind to of the storyline that, that uh, Battle State and Nikita is trying to um, keep up with. Like these scavs or these nomads that are uh, scavengers and looting the crap out of these cities in Russia. Gotcha. And they're all in it together, so it doesn't really make sense for a player yeah. scab to get in and kill other scabs. Exactly. But then you've got pieces of shit who you you have to, you, no matter what, like, you you just can't kill another player scab. You have to just trust them, and there's this blind trust in the game that will fuck you, like, 50% of the time. Like, I, I, like, just yesterday I played, I had a sick loadout... Well, I'll get into a game with 10 minutes left. I loot all the bodies, get like four new weapons, armor, and completely full of my bags. I make it to the extract. And then all of a sudden, there's another player scav there. I see him first, so I could have killed him. I didn't, and then he guns me down. Yeah, but how does... If you've got a great PMC loadout that you picked up off a of PMC, and you're decked out in all that gear... How does that player scab know you're a player scab? Um, there are uniforms like all the player scabs will have like a random assortment of five different uniforms that are very noticeable. Yeah, also, I would, you I looted, would just shoot you in the head too. I would never yeah, if trust you looted anybody. armor from a yeah. PMC and you got a good fucking loadout, you don't look like a player scab anymore. You look like a PMC. True, and from far away, it's very it's very hard to distinguish. That's what makes and that it game is super all about hard for scabs. Split second decisions, like you have yeah, to make. So if he saw you and you got some new decked out armor on, I'd have shot your ass too. No, That's he why... knew I was a scab. I could. I know he know. <laughs> I know he know. I know he know. I know he know that I was scabbing up in his bitch. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I quit playing that game because it's all about split second or split second decisions, and our friends make shitty ones, and it was just like. I'm coming around the corner. Oh, God, why'd you just shoot me? Oh, dude, you scared the fuck out of me. With what? My vocals telling well, you I'm coming a, around the it's corner? It's a horror game, for sure. Yeah, It, it is actually a horror game. It scares the shit out of you. I don't, did we talk about it last week? How we were playing, all three of us, actually. And, dude, we had been just looting and walking for fucking, I don't know, ten minutes. We hadn't seen anything. We could barely hear gunshots. dark map, like, yep. trying to stay alive. Dark map, walking through the, like, um, the mall. Dude. <laughs> On the back of the pack, and somebody just throws a, I don't know where the fuck from, from above us, I think, threw yeah. a uh, smoke flash grenade, grenade, flash grenade, and yeah. I literally just went, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> which scared Matt, so he screamed too, and Kevin was like, what? I was like, oh, fuck, I thought I heard something. Dude, I, it scared the fucking shit out of me. And, and then it, for the next two minutes, you're like, it, it's, was it from above us? It was from above us. I think there's yeah. a way to get down from above. They're over here. I heard a noise in this room. Well, and no, then, then we did actually hear a different person, and we killed him, and it was a scab. <laughs> we weren't supposed to kill that person. <laughs> we did, though. We uh, did it so yeah, quick. It yeah, it's such a good game. I just wish more people would play it, because it's, it's super depressing playing solo. I feel you. It, I should play with you more because I do want to. But I have been that can lead me into what I've been playing, which is Final Fantasy XIV. Um, 
and I've been trying working to get some triple triad cards in the mini game in that game, which is super cool. I'm almost level 80. I'm level 79, so I'm almost to cap, and then I can start doing some endgame content. Um, and I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Unite, and that game has been super fucking fun. Um, I'm in. I'm almost to Masters. I'm in Ultra Class 3. There's five classes in Ultra, so I just have to go two more ranks and I'm in Masters. But apparently, and you guys haven't been playing, but Masters is awful right now. So the only way to rank up in Masters, in Pokemon Unite, unlike League, you can queue as a five-man. Oh, and mind you guys, uh, this is a children's game that he's bragging about being high-ranked in. Keep going, Kevin. Um, I'll... Also, I knew you guys would and shit on me. You, um, he got high ranked when the game first came out, and he paid to win, and he got a head start on everybody, so there wasn't that much competition early on. So he climbed the MMR ladder super <laughs> quick. Now it's starting to balance it off, and it seems like he's having some trouble. But yeah, was, was it a, was okay. a nine-game so loss I Kevin? knew you guys would come at me, so <laughs> I'm putting this on the table now. If you can, and in three weeks, if you can... In three weeks, get to master rank. I don't even have be, a fucking which would switch. Be getting to master rank in that game before me, I'll give you five hundred dollars. I don't even have a switch. Are you going to buy me a switch? No. So well, no. I didn't know you had a five hundred dollars to win to get that high anyway. No, it's not. <laughs> I've spent sixty dollars in the game, and I'm almost sixty dollars in a free Ooh. sixty dollars okay. in a triple A game. How this is actually Tarkov. Fun question. Well, you can just, only spend so much. We all spent $120. $120. 120 bucks, yeah. Okay, so if this is actually going to lead us into a fun question. What's the most anybody here has spent on a free game? And I'll tell you right now, it was my first League account, but that account got permabanned. Isn't there a website where you can check how yeah, much money you Yeah, I, I checked it. League? I mean, my account's where permabanned, is so uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm it's called. I'm pretty sure it would be League of Legends. It's got to be. Um, um, check I would League. say on a free-to-play game, maybe... Apex or League of Legends. Apex, I put twenty dollars in it. Um, you've spent more. You spent money on Rocket League back in the old days when you. Oh buy yeah, games. yeah. Back in the old days before Epic Games took over Rocket League, I and probably spent a hundred dollars in Rocket League. Dude, do you know how much I spent on my now permaband uh, League of Legends account? Seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's close. Kevin, any guesses? Um, I don't know. Fourteen hundred fucking dollars I spent on a free game. And that's all on cosmetic. All on cosmetics, and on top of that, I had a second account that I leveled up, and I was actually playing on. And this one got permabanned in like two months because I'm toxic as fuck. And which account are you on now? Fifth, what? but I've been on this one for like seven months, and I have, I'm honor level two or three. Like I actually stopped being toxic because I stopped caring about the game, which was the. Mo- and by the way, guys, I'm gold, and I was that toxic, so. Like, imagine how mentally fucking ill I am to be that toxic and, a, like, you're the lowest possible. I mean, you're not lowest possible, but well, Jesus Christ, gold is bad. I'll take your bet for Pokemon Unite, Kevin, but I'm really not going to try that hard. Is it a bet or is it just a challenge? Challenge. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. That's just a disclaimer. It's a challenge. <laughs> because you're telling me how easy it is. No, how easy it, it was. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Once. played against eight-year-olds the first week. Some yeah. kid literally drooling on his mom's fucking phone. Yeah, that's like, beginner and great rank. As soon as you get into veteran, that's not how it is. The people playing that game at the high level are people like me. 
30-year-olds, late 20-year-olds who are sweating it up and playing the game. There's no I don't think so, actually. There's no ultra-tier. No, you can't You're out of your mind. High. Yes, you can. League of Legends has multiple, like, 12-year-old grand Masters, champ. Or yeah. gra- what is it? Well, it's not grand champ. Champ. Challenge. Yeah, Challenge. Uh, Challenge. Uh, Let's say the percentage of people who are they're like sixteen to, to sixteen versus eighteen to twenty-four. I was I gonna say it's like way eighteen to twenty-four is like the big boy. Yeah. Actually, people that, your age usually are hard stuck because your mechanics are slower because you're old and closer to death than everybody else. That's certainly and, true, and that I won't argue with. Yeah. But I don't think there's any like eight, ten-year-olds, twelve-year-olds uh, in the rank I'm in. Now you don't fucking there's know. A, there, what if there's a Korean? There's a small. Yeah, right. I'm sure there's you're a saying small there's no percentage Cor- that are that age and no Koreans good. on NA servers. Yeah, right. Kevin's got his friends list full NA of players servers. that actually happen to be like ten year olds. Yeah. Hey guys, we gonna play on Friday. <laughs> hey you fucking loser, Jimmy. Your voice crack again. I'll fuck your mom. You have a mortgage. Well, uh, since you mentioned Overwatch uh, and we had talked about the Blizzard thing, I won't talk too much about it. But they just fired like three more high profile yeah, employees. That. Yeah, they've been firing people left and right, but they they fired the head guy for Diablo Four, so that's getting pushed. That sucks a lot, dude. I, that's the only game I'm actually excited about, unless they come out with WoW Two. Like, well, they've got Overwatch Two, which isn't it just like all the same champs? I don't know. Or am I misunderstanding that? Yeah, I don't know. I just know that if they're firing all these top people who were implicated, then well, they're going through some shit. Well, they're definitely going through some shit. It's called uh, people's. Never mind. <laughs> Man, I can't even sign into my Riot account. That's how long it's been. Yeah, you deleted League of Legends, Overwatch Two. Yeah, it's all yeah. the same champions. So why yeah. are they making a second one? I don't understand. They're adding like a campaign game mode and stuff like. Oh, that. that's cool. They did do some like events like that um, throughout the game's life. But I, I will start- say, Levi and I played Overwatch 2's campaign mode at BlizzCon, and it was mediocre. What do you mean, at yeah. BlizzCon? Like, online BlizzCon, or at the no, physical? No, we when we were at BlizzCon. Oh, Jamie you went to- bought me BlizzCon nice. tickets for my 30th birthday, so Levi and I went. How long ago was that, Kevin, just to give the audience, you know, a reference to your sad and pathetic age? It was three years ago, Potter. Yeah. be yeah. three years ago, um, coming in September. But, uh, yeah, so we went to that BlizzCon, and that was the one after the Do You Guys Have Phones BlizzCon. Oh, that's right. This was the (laughs) Diablo 4 announcement BlizzCon. Um, And we played the campaign that they had available in a demo there. And it it was pretty mediocre. I mean, it was easy as all hell because they're... You're five normal players against CPU opponents, and it was easy as fuck. And there wasn't anything super different about it, and the enemies were all the same. Yeah, I feel like... So you're saying it was easier to climb, like, when you got to play the game as soon as it came out or before it was out? Easy to beat a single-player campaign? Yes. Okay, just wondering. Yeah. Um, and we'll have to keep an eye on the Blizzard stuff because I'm actually curious what uh, what's going to come of like Diablo 4 because they really haven't said anything about it yet. Well, you know yeah. the reason they uh, fired all those other people? Yeah, to save face. They're, well, their investors 
uh, a big investment group who invests in Activision Blizzard on their call after they fired JLM Brack came on the call and went, you are not doing enough. No, that wasn't just their investors. That was like their shareholders in general, like a shareholders meeting. That's what he, that's what yeah. he's. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, but, he, but, but it was like their entirety of their shareholders. Like it was, it was like, no, it was a big, it was a big group. I think it was like STC. I don't have the, it was the shareholders it, meeting. It was, if I was not mistaken, it was a shareholder meeting, but it was yeah, an gotcha. investment group that holds a large percentage gotcha. of stock in Activision Blizzard that came over the phone and went, you are not doing enough. Well, of course, and the thing is also, I mean, there have to be people leaving in droves. I, dude, Reddit on WoW, the R WoW subreddit, whatever. Every other post is, I just, I just canceled my subscription. I just canceled my subscription. I just canceled my subscription. Like, yeah. And they're these and huge. Why and it's, they? they should. The they absolutely should. And they, and you have all these allegations against you. Yeah. Go get fucked. And that's, there's a bunch of how, like heartfelt like posts, and they're like, "Man, this game changed my life. It got me through depression." And like, and all yeah. the while, they're just in there diddling people. Yeah, here it is. But when I fucking canceled my subscription, I was like, "Quit diddling people and fix PvP, you fucking assholes." Oh, you that's, put that in the comments. Yeah, that was my comment. <laughs> so we have to we have to get it back on track. We've spent a long time on that segment, but the next segment is about Back for Blood. So this game is coming out. It, it's in open beta right now. If you pre-order it, which is a system I hate, but there it is. If you pre-order it, you can get into the open beta. Um, so it's an open beta behind a paywall. But it's developed by Turtle Rock Studios, and these are former Left 4 Dead devs. So if you guys remember playing Left 4 Dead, the Valve game, um, which I played a ton of in college. Yeah, same. It's it's these same devs that have made Back for Blood. Now, I've seen a lot of reviews that have said the game's uninspired, it's boring, blah blah blah. Every time I watch it played, it looks fun as all get out. So, I what do you guys actually? Thoughts? I was gonna say I disagree. I actually don't think it looks that fun. I think it looks a like I was watching Soda play for like five hours the other day. He had a full group. Almost every game, somebody would leave the assist or like leave the game. So it was like it'd be a three v four immediate stomping there was no coming back even if the other team were incredibly good they were just getting stomped on top of that i don't like i don't know it just looks like it literally just looks like a reiteration of left for dead and i understand now it's like now you can play the zombies but it's like i don't give a fuck dude i mean the pvp aspect of it is cool and i think i watched a bit of the campaign that actually looked really good the pvp just i don't know it seemed clunky and kind of shit but. It's funny because the the PvP is what I liked the most, and the really? campaign I could give a shit about. Man, that's true. In real life, I would never play the campaign. But um, my opinion on it, I think they could have done more. It's been what? How many years since Left 4 Dead came out? Uh, Twelve years since Left 4 yeah, Dead. Two. Well, Left 4 Dead for me, when I played it, it was an amazing game. Like it yep. was almost like a horror style game. And the shooting aspect was like it was like fifty fifty horror. Like you would be shitting your pants almost by the way i just want to go ahead and say i i hit that to the date it's 2009 when it came out 12 years ago just hit that autistic i just style. felt go like ahead. they could have done a lot more and that well from what i've watched on the game like it's super bright nothing is very scary like you can pretty much plan out your every move and be pretty well prepared like yeah you might have like swarms of zombies coming in a ball stick fight but it's more so like an action shooter it's not like a doesn't have the same feel that left for dead had for me no. and it, i mean it's just too bright in general 
Um, it, I like that they added aspects from like it seems like they took aspects from Destiny slash Borderlands, and um, I did notice they had a um, not what's call it not the game you played Potter, not Call of Duty, but uh, uh, CS:GO. They have like oh a, CS:GO, yeah. They've got a like lobby where you can purchase, kind of like how Valorant does it. Yeah, I you the- can purchase your loadout. Uh, it just seems know. too shootery for me, as opposed to like the feel that Left for Dead Dead had. Yeah. Left for Dead. Let's not talk about that. Uh, Left for Dead had <laughs> um, some milk and ciggies, like, boy. I don't. The game looks. I don't. It's just like bullet sponge. That's what it seems like. It's like we're just gonna send waves and waves after you, mm-hmm. and it's just a bullet sponge. And then the the actual yeah. like. I don't know what their names are. Like the Crusher, I know is one of them, and then Fat Boy or whatever, and Small Dick or whatever their names are. All those seem kind of cool. They seem like pretty neat concepts or whatever. But then at the same time, it's like that's the only cool part, and it seems like those are a little too few and far between. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and they they all all the zombies are supposed to fill a role, and uh, yeah. same thing with the shooters. So it feels more like a TF two kind of. You fill all these roles, the zombies fill all these roles, and you try and kind of outduel each other on who's playing playing together better. It yeah. doesn't feel like a horror game. It feels like like Matt said, it feels like CSGO, more just like this pre-planned kind of okay, execute just with zombies layered on top of it. I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah, Dude. which is unfortunate too, because Left 4 Dead was pretty groundbreaking when it came out. Like it had a huge following. And they've had 12 years to come up with something. I mean, I know they're probably not the not, not the richest developer. Um, it's funny, I just but, got a pop-up on my computer for the back for Blood Open Beta thing. Yeah. Uh, but they could have done more, I think. I mean, there's some pretty high standards to be met releasing a video game nowadays. No, there's not. That's the actual. I completely disagree. I think games are released and they're dog shit every time, but they make you pre-order or they expect so many pre-orders so they get away with it. I actually think most games nowadays suck cock. Like, there are so few games that are released that are genuinely completely finished. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm spoiled because Tarkov's the best game that it was ever Jeez. released. And I was going to say that Tarkov is actually a better fucking horror game than Back from Blood 2. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Also... It doesn't really appeal to us. None of us are shooters. Like, we, none of us play FPS at all. Like, we played Warzone for a week, and I was like, all right. And then yeah. all of us randomly got on that Modern Warfare 2 kick where we bought, like, the old school version, and we all played together for a week. And Austin was like, dude, we're going to play this shit forever. I was like, no, we're not. And then... I mean, we say that all the time about a ton of games, though, and we literally only played them for a week. I know. I everybody's like, buy the six... no, I think but... it's just the nature of getting older... And you have more money to buy more games. Whereas yeah, when you were young, right. your mom and dad bought you one or two games for your birthday or Christmas, and that's all you played that year. See, I actually you know? disagree. It's not that we're getting older and we have more money. It's that we're getting older and nothing makes us happy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually what it is. Because I'm sitting here and I'll like start to play wild. I'm like, this could be fun. And then I'm playing for like eight minutes and I'm like, I got bills. I have actual bills. Like, I feel like I have ADHD when it comes to games. Like, same. I just can't play a game for months and months and months. I have to play something new, and then something new comes out, and then I have to play that. And um, if I'm even if like playing WoW all those years, every expansion I tried to play a new class, and like I would always level a paladin, but I would always play an alt class. And some expansions I would delve into PvP and do no PVE. Some I would do PVE the whole time. Wait. You know. 
Do like you remember Cataclysm, this expansion? Cataclysm, I only did PvP. Um, that whole expansion, I didn't touch PvE in Cataclysm. What class did you play in uh, Cataclysm? I played a Gnome Shaman um, you, in Cataclysm. You remember this expansion when you played Ret Paladin for the first, for 9.00 or whatever, in PvP, mm. and you were like, this isn't strong. And then it was the number one class. It was very, yeah, it was yeah. very strong. You're like, it's but not strong and it's not good. You don't, you guys Kevin don't understand. Was late playing. to the game. He didn't get the paladins like no, as he wasn't. Soon as it, yeah, no, no he I, wasn't. I was, he I was in as early yeah. as possible, dude. We we're playing. I it just was wasn't good. That's He's the not, other thing. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't good. That's because well, I'm sitting there playing good. Feral. And paladin is a very bursty class. So if you don't take advantage of the burst window, they're dog shit. If you do, they're incredible. Yeah, because so there's you, no surviving you, it. Yeah, I'm you just have like, to take advantage of that burst window. And I just wasn't good enough mechanically to take advantage of the burst window. Um, so regardless yeah. of how early <laughs> I got in, that just it just rem- wasn't it, happening. That reminded me of that. It cracked me up so much when you were saying that. Because I'm sitting there with Harlan, and me and him are like, it's the number one represented class right now in like high-ranking shit. It is like the most overplayed right next to Arms Warrior. And you're like, yep, just not good. And I'm like, I'm playing Feral Druid, bro. This shit sucks dick. I mean, you had Convoke. Don't start. Okay, that was the most fun I ever had playing WoW, was when people didn't know to kick Convoke. Watch, with a watch, watch. And he's dead. Yeah, and me and Matt. So me and Matt played hitting Jungle. Button? Yeah, he was, yeah, exactly. I would go, hitting button! Hitting button! But he played fucking Marksmanship Hunter, and I played Feral. And all we would do is I'd be like, all right, I'm going to stun him. All right, and press buttons, and he would throw his Kyrian thing down where he could see through walls and just aim shot once with the double tap thing, and I would yeah. convoke, and we would do like 50,000 damage to people with 18k health in three seconds, and then they'd leave the game, and I was just like, <laughs> you fucking idiots, you're so bad. I didn't like, know how this made, I didn't, I don't know how any of that made it past Blizzard playtesting. Like, <laughs> you didn't think this was going to be ridiculous when you put it in? Like, fucking, holy well, I mean, shit. It, it, in reality, Convoke's not ridiculous if you know how to play against it. But yeah, nobody if you, did. If you interrupt it, it's, it doesn't do anything. It's a dog shit ability, honestly. There's yeah. a reason nobody... And mm-hmm. now people are circling back to it because you can, like... I guess there's a way to do it with a shorter cast time and it's a long, shorter cooldown. But it's like, dude, it got to the point where everybody was like, we're just going Necro because then you're a bleed class. And I'm too stupid to play bleed class, classes because I can only focus one person. So after I have to start cycling people, I'm like, I can't keep bleeds up on three people. I'm too dumb to fucking keep them up on the one well, person. It might not have gotten past the balance team if they would put the blueprints on the floor under the cubicles. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. Make, so, make, fucking, make some of the women wear panties with the blueprints. Yeah. <laughs> so the back for blood, it's probably going to suck. Uh, a lot it's of people suck. are probably going to buy it because of the advertising hype and then realize it's not a great game. So I mean, I'm sure hit, you can get a good it. five hours play time and have have a good time out of it. But yeah, dude, I'm not saying it's going to be outright bad. I mean, like shit, technically, like I love Dead by Daylight, but that game gets old quick, too. But like, I'll always circle back to that game because it's fun as fuck. Like and Turtle Rock Studios made Evolve and I thought Evolve was really fun. Evolve, but... I fucking was going to bring that game up. I was that's where I you were either the monster or the yeah, the, the big monster or you were the players. I thought that game was a ton of fun. It was a fucking blast, um, dude. They really well, it, right? Um, yeah, I think the servers are down now. But when I was playing it, I fucking loved that game. That same. game was so good. Um, so, you know, it's the same developer. So I, I think it's possible that they can make this fun. Yeah, If it's for not sure. fun right now. And I haven't played it. Maybe 
I I'll play it. Maybe it'll go on sale. I'll play it, and I'll be like, "Holy shit, I was fucking wrong. This is so good." But um, doesn't look great right now. Okay, so Potter mentioned earlier we had a game night. We yeah. did have a game night. Ton of people over, and we played a ton. None of, of us games. were vaccinated, by the way. None of us were vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and we coughed in each other's faces before we started. Not in their faces. It was in each other's mouths. Oh, also, I so. wanted to just kind of surprise you guys too. I've uh, been working on a board game recently, and it's coming along pretty surprisingly well. Oh, You're actually yeah? working on a board game? Yeah, it's called uh, Houses in Africa, and <laughs> no, like I'm I'm dead serious. Well, like, are you actually right. serious? You're doing it? It's like a Settlers of Catan, and like you basically you have resources. You know, but we nobody get ever this, right? has enough resources ever. So what you're basically just cut. Yeah, yeah. You could trade water instead of like sheep, wheat, wood. It's like sand, rocks, water. And Dude, tell us about this. Now we're we're gonna get off on a tangent because I want to hear houses in Africa. What's the goal of the game? Uh, well, it's just basically to survive. Oh, I thought gotcha. you were gonna say to get the fuck out of Africa. And um, <laughs> before we get off a tangent too much, I'm making all this up, and I have not developed it. But it <laughs> mind. so let's get back onto what you guys are talking about because I'll have to actually come up with more. Because I uh, honestly, after talking to uh, Sir Gary Chavez, I really want to create houses in Africa. Dude, Gary's oh, the fucking best. He was such a nice guy. Good. Such a good we, guy. We're such assholes, like, and we all t- we reeled it in so well because usually <laughs> I'm not nice to people. At all, even if they're new to the group, I'm just like an instant dickhead. Oh yeah, Matt's you gotta bet him. And Matt's like this dry. It's hard to tell if Matt is being an asshole or not because his personality sucks. Um, so it's you can re- basically assume about ninety percent of the time I'm being an asshole. Yeah, I would really like to develop houses in Africa though, because I think you could do a lot with that. Let's collab on it. Let's build houses in Africa. And try to make it politically correct somehow. That's not happening. That's not even the point of the game. Turn, turn two, <laughs> lions attack at night. <laughs> turn three, lions attack again at night. <laughs> Turns four. Yeah, Vades. <laughs> West three, Nile virus. You get the Super Bowl losers shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn uh, five, some white bitch comes and gives you a cracker and then posts it on Instagram. Okay, <laughs> so the two games we played. First one is Boss Monster, designed by the O'Neill brothers, Johnny, Chris, and Christopher. It says O'Neill but there's a Chris and there's a Christopher. One of them's got to be the dad. Yeah, I got to uh, imagine. Where did right? you find out about these games? Um, we have these games at the yeah. house. Yeah, so but how did got- you first find out? Um, I bought Boss Monster at a con in when I lived in Tampa, Florida. And the other game we're talking about is Forbidden Island or Forbidden Desert. Oh, and we played uh, fucking whatever the Tokyo game. Yeah, we played King of Tokyo. Yeah, we played that too. Um, Also, I don't know why Boss Monsters is on the list. It was the game we played the least. And also, also at that point, everybody was actually fucking drunk. Yeah, and, and exhausted. It was like midnight. Yeah, and we're trying to trudge through that game. So let's talk about King of Tokyo then. King of Tokyo, designed by Richard Garfield, same person who designed Magic the Gathering, and who designed Artifact for Valve, uh, coincidentally enough. But uh, yeah, King of Tokyo is a huge hit and a really fucking fun game. 
Yeah, that game was way more fun than I anticipated. Yeah, um, I've never played who, it. Those who haven't played King of Tokyo, it's it's a pretty famous game. But if you haven't played it, essentially you all play as these kaiju monsters, like um, uh, very similar but legally distinct from King Kong and every <laughs> other version uh, that you can think of. There's a big big alien in a spacesuit. There's uh, a Godzilla a representation. Thing. There's a, yeah. a big mech dragon. There's tons of cool stuff. So anyway, you pick your monster, and you have a certain amount of health. And also, it's by a the victory way, point game. the monsters don't matter even at all. They really don't matter. There's nothing unique about the individual monsters, which is nope. a design quirk that I think would be cool. Yeah. And then you roll dice in a Yahtzee type of format. You hold a certain amount of dice, and then you get two re-rolls, and whatever... The dice lay as they may. You can either attack other monsters, get victory points, or earn energy or heal. Yeah, um, it was. It's just like a. Well, it's a kind of a fuck you game. It's also, I mean, full blown luck. It's a luck based game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can temper it a little bit by using energy to buy cards, which we didn't mention. There are cards yeah. in the game that buff your monster or give you certain abilities. To be fair, shit, we don't even need to go into all the rules and shit. It's not like people are about to play it, but like no. The game was genuinely fun, and we had people over that don't play board games and shit. And I, I mean, I had to play like that everybody board. attacks like targets one person if they're like starting to get strong. Yeah, there's so one per- you can't attack somebody if they're not in Tokyo, and you're only in Tokyo if you were the most recent person to attack somebody, unless yeah. you want to cleave. So which- the reason it's called T- King of Tokyo is the first person to roll an attack die gets placed in Tokyo. The monster in Tokyo, if they roll attack die. They hit every monster in the game. Yep. And everybody else who's not in Tokyo, if they roll an attack die, they hit the monster in Tokyo. So, like, you could so. you could say, like, oh, I could be in the middle and cleave. You're almost always immediately punished if you want to do that. Because, A, it yeah. means there's at least one round, so usually three people go, and they can all three hit you before you cleave. Now... Some of them might. Like, in my case, I was never really attacking people because I was just trying to fucking stack points. But if we all three hit you and we roll well enough, because shit, there was one time we rolled like five attack and four attack on one guy in two turns because he decided to stick it out. And he was like, well, I'm dead. And we were like, yeah, you're just out of the game now. And you only get 18 health. So you get 12 health. Oh, 12. Yeah, you only get 12 health. So you get fucked. And you you roll two dice for an attack or one? You roll six dice that all have attack on it. And if you so here's how it goes. You you roll the dice. There's one, two, three attack, energy, heal. Mm. Um. So if you get one, two, or three, those are like victory points, but you have to get three of them for that to work. And then attack, just however many have attack up. So if you rolled six attack, you can hit somebody for six health points. Yeah. Um, but, and you can re-roll the dice. Like, say you want to keep these three, but you want to yeah. re-roll the... You can do that twice. So then you get another three, and you're like, okay, I'll just re-roll these two one last time, see what I get. So that also is a strategy in itself. Like, if you don't want to attack because you're low on health, and you've already got a victory point out of the round, you just be like, fuck it. I'm not re-rolling these two dice because... They're not going to hurt me, and there's no chance I go in the middle. It was a, It's a blast of a game. There's a lot of, like, I'm not going to explain the nuance to you. but no, I'd like to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, imagine it's if you really came to the game time. night, you fucking dog shit human. For being a random game, there's enough choices in that among that randomness to make it a good time. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Potter and I, the two people that play board games, uh, Potter Whatever won the not. first game, and I won the second game. So 
And honestly, that's how it went pretty much all night. Me and you pretty much I won everything. You guys yeah. would be down to play Risk or something, but nobody ever wants to play Risk because Dude, I, I love risk. risk. I love Risk. I'm yeah. down with Risk. I have the version of Risk on Steam. Yeah, but I like to play in the actual like physical. Oh yeah, game. no, the I've physical, got, uh, physical Risk game. 2040. So it's like the futuristic Risk with like water territories too. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it takes so like nine hours, and everybody gives up before it's over. So that's King of Tokyo. Yep. Then we played Forbidden Desert, which is one of my favorite games that I have. I have both Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert. Apparently there's a Forbidden Sky. I didn't know there was one, so I'm about to buy that. But it's designed by Matt Leacock, the same designer that designed the rest of the Forbidden Games and Pandemic, uh, if you've played Pandemic. So um, Forbidden Desert is a team of players against the game type of game. It's a cooperative experience. We got fucking waffle stomped. Let we me just go ahead and... absolutely fucking destroyed. <laughs> we got destroyed because nobody understood the game besides me and Kevin, and we're trying to not railroad them and let them play the game. But at the same time, I'm just sitting here like, hey, retard, do anything else. Like, I was getting so irritated, but I'm like, but it's like, also, they've never played the game. The game is not fucking easy, even with players that are experienced in playing it. It's a bitch of a game. It's actually tough. Literally every single turn, it's like, all right, draw three cards that fuck you. Like, yeah. It's, and it's, it's not like we played it on Legendary or anything like that. We played it on Normal, which is one step above the easiest mode. Um, and we still got our shit kicked in. Um you know, we unco- so the basis of the game, Matt, you've never played it, and I see the glaze in your eyes. So you're in a desert, there's a bunch of tiles. And the glaze in his to- eyes, by the way, is because he's on a cocktail. Keep going. <laughs> you have to uh unearth these different pieces of this airship to escape the desert. But there's a storm that is moving around the map at the end of everybody's turn. The storm moves and throws fucking sand everywhere. And if you run out of sand tiles... But, and it can move the airship pieces like from where they were? Yep. Yeah, yep. it can move the location of them. Um, so, when that happens, uh, you have to clear the sand because if there's too much sand, uh, if all your sand tiles get put on your desert tiles, you lose the game. You can so lose annoying. the game in a hundred different ways. If somebody mm. dies of thirst, there's like a card that says sun beats down and all your water goes. If somebody dies of thirst, the game's over. How if long you... does the game usually last? So like it seems minutes. like a quick game. Yeah, 30 to 45 minutes probably. Mm. Also, Kevin, good luck Good luck editing out all these fucking nail clicks from this yeah. dickhead dog. Yeah, who fucking knows? <laughs> um, That's probably going to be in there. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Just, just so you know, Kevin's dog watching his brother's dog because they're out of town. And his name's Bandit. He's a bastard fuck. And he's huge. It's like and he's walking seven on hardwood. Month old dog. He is enormous. Yep. Uh, what I think would be cool, Kevin, is to pr- like give your email address, and if somebody wants <laughs> us to try a game and comment on it, or I think here's a better idea. We start a new email address, the Dungeons Dice and Dex podcast email. So you don't get pictures of people's fucking assholes and shit. Here, I'll just give his phone number. Uh, 513. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be cool to try it for games because there might be games out there that we're missing out on and it'd be super cool to play. If you want to reach one of us, um, you can contact me at girth.brooks at glorywholesale.com. What is it? 
That's my Garth uh, Brooks at GloryWholesale.com. Garth Brooks. Garth.brooks at GloryWholesale.com. <laughs> Is that actually your email address? Do you have that? Yeah. You could go to my website, <laughs> GloryWholesale.com, and it's on there. <laughs> I, I actually forgot. updated it, made some changes to it. So you might GloryWholesale.com. <laughs> Is that with a W or an H? With a W. I'm... <laughs> it's all class. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's nothing on here. Did Girth you draw this logo, logo in MS Paint? <laughs> in paint, yeah. Oh my god, it's pretty good, huh? This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then it's got a little thing you can click up top. It's like your name, and it just keeps cycling you. Yeah, back I haven't. To the it's not updated yet. I've just uh, been sorry. making changes. Wait, wait, and then if you press about, it's like lead with an impactful statement. Tell your <laughs> tell your site viewers about yourself. Clients, client name, comma, client name, comma, client name, comma, work experience. And it's just got the whole layout. This dumb fuck out of it. Project project page has some a middle-aged man touching a cell phone in a suit in some New York. And also he's way. touching it with his pointer finger like and a it fucking says, sociopath. Write a t- one to two sentence description of your project. <laughs> Well, oh, I've, man, to be fair, I've owned so it for three funny. years, the domain, and I only just recently did something with it. How much did you pay for that shit? <laughs> I just love how you drew this fucking logo in MS Paint. God, you're the most retarded fucking person. So in listening, oh, actually, it is please mobile visit glorywholesale.com. That's Slash all home. one word, all lowercase, <laughs> glorywholesale.com. I also want to go ahead and uh, to follow up on Matt being retarded. So, obviously, every person on the face of the planet knows video games can change their... You can change the FPS on them. And Matt didn't. He had it set at 30 no, I FPS. know that. I just didn't know how good it could be because I had only ever played at 30 he FPS. He had it, Rocket League set on 30 FPS. Yeah, no, he's an idiot. He told me that before we started recording. Everybody else had it on 120. He's like, do you all know that this goes up? We're like, yeah. You've been playing on 30 FPS. It explains why you're so fucking bad. (laughs) Do you know this goes up? And then, of course, he gets in game afterwards like, holy shit, look at how smooth this is. It is incredibly smooth, and I had no idea it could look that good. He's like, damn, (laughs) it doesn't feel like I'm playing fucking Mario. (laughs) <laughs> because now I am, I literally, I got instantly better at the game, which is so. I'm crazy. Um, I'm gonna circle it back to the fact that uh, I'm zoomed in on the Glory Wholesale logo. Yeah, and I noticed that you missed uh, coloring in some of the brown on your cardboard boxes here. No, to be fair, the logo itself it took me about two minutes to design. That's pretty good for two minutes. I oh, mean, yeah. That's a, but I, I mean, I had it thought out in my mind because it's, you know, it's a wholesale company. Eventually, <laughs> it actually used to be owned by a, a Latina uh, boot Latinx. person. Holy Latinx. Shit, yeah. Dude. We're changing um, the way we're talking, Matt. Latinx. They, it was some <laughs> Latin company. The website Latinx. was in complete Spanish. And this was five years ago. And I was like, I want to buy this domain. And then one day I checked it and it was available. And I was like, yoink. And now so, I will have um, it for the rest of my life. Please, please go to GloryWholesale.com. You can buy GloryWholesale.com. That's actually Matt's retirement plan if you give him $10 million. Yeah. Also, by the way, Matt is too cheap to buy a $7 game to play with his friends 
that we all are playing, and he's held on to glory wholesale. I'm not too cheap. I'm an entrepreneur, and <laughs> I know that Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. I know that that game will go on sale eventually. And, and nobody will be playing it. Why do you have a fisheye lens, by the way? Do we we should talk about that? What is up with your camera? Um, I don't know. That's just how it came. Yeah. That's or is your face just and that you big? You didn't fuck with the settings at all. Like you didn't fuck with the <laughs> settings in Rocket League. We're moving on. Last we left off, our two adventurers had made their way through a tunnel under the ground, leaving the city of Grinfall. After emerging. They met with Casper, who gave them some information about the Forgotten Shadow, the Blight, and the Pharaoh's son. They now seek to retrieve from Arid's call. After departing, they decided to bed down for the evening amongst the moonlight in the desert. And in so doing, they were attacked by a giant scorpion. After a difficult battle and Abernath being snapped almost in half and tossed to the ground, Gerard, in a valiant attempt to save his friend and himself, bested the creature and then helped Abernath to his feet. Stressful ass episode, Kevin. Maybe fucking tone it down with the goddamn CR3s. <laughs> and you all have a long rest. You are now level two. And it is not quite yet morning since you went uh, you went to sleep a bit earlier in the day. And so now it's still warm, but relatively cool since the sun has not yet come over the horizon what would you like to do so do you think we should make our way to the to the coastline to meet up with Casper and and the boat uh yeah I think that'd probably be the right move we should go and get well keep an eye out cause a lot of creatures are out at this time of day is to avoid the heat. Uh, okay, so as we're going, I'll just be making sure to scan the area. Keep right, my make, eyes peeled for any threats. Make a perception check as you all make your way southward towards the shore. Alright, I will do it. Um, can I guidance myself? I already did it, dumbass. That's why I said I'm watching. Oh, are you a, you are a wisdom-based character? Okay. Uh, yeah, it is a 17. 17. So, as you make your way southward, you see a few skittering creatures in the sand, but much smaller scorpions than the one you ran into last time. Uh, A few lizards cross your path to catch your eye, but outside of a few errant cacti and the breeze blowing some sand across your feet. It's relatively quiet. Can we tell that there's a path most traveled, or is it completely barren? 
Right now, you can't tell. Just the wind is blowing so much that the sand would cover any tracks that anybody would cover. But you do notice, as Casper mentioned, one small encampment and a fire that is still warm, but no bright light off to your right, Abernath, as you all continue for a couple hours. The sun now is starting to crest over the horizon. You notice a small pile of dried sticks and a small makeshift camp was set up here. You notice some an indentation in the ground where a bedroll may have laid. Oh, we're that close to it? Well, you're that close to this encampment, yes. Do we see any signs of it being the Forgotten Shadow? Make an investigation check. Ten. Ten. (laughs) Tough to tell. There's nothing really left behind. But you do notice a small set of stones arranged in like a column almost like a square rectangle set of stones off about five or six feet from where the campfire is set. And they look intentionally placed. All right, you want to check it out, Abernath? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I can help you look at it. Do we have a time frame, by the way, to make it to Casper on the shore? Uh, I don't think he told us. He just said to make haste. All right, well, I'm sure we got time to stop. Abernath, make an investigation check on the stones. Well, I was going to say, before you so rudely interrupted, Kevin, go ahead and uh, check it out. I'll I'll see if I can help at all. uh, I'm keeping an eye out for creatures. Can't can't distract myself. Make one with advantage? Yeah, he's helping. As he said. Uh, 19. 19? They are very much intentionally placed, and you don't see any stone of their like around here. Um, There's nothing in it. There's no compartment, but uh, it's very clearly placed as a marker of some kind at this point in the desert. I'm going to walk up and check it out. You would guess from the Forgotten Shadow. I think that's what you just did, was it not? Yeah, that's what you just did. That's all. I mean, I'm like to the camp and check it out. Gotcha. I mean, the the camp is not really a camp. It's just a campfire and where a bedroll was laid. The only thing interesting there is that set of stones. Okay. Um, Bandit's got a shoe, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bread shoes. <laughs> Little pause break, guys. He is. <laughs> Chasing a dog with a dress looks so shirt. happy too. Like, did I do good? <laughs> He's such a cocksucker of a dog. Poor Sadie, just waiting to die. <laughs> what? She just is like that kind of dog that's just like, <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> hate bandit so much <laughs> poor Sadie just kind of dog sitting there waiting to die 
Oh, I'm, uh, shit. I have Natural Explorer, by the way, so I can track humanoids and elves in the desert. My perception is so much better than yours. What is yours? Five. Mine's five. Liar. I'm a wisdom-based class. Are we both? That yeah, is roll. Unlucky. See what you get. What'd you get? I rolled a 23. I rolled a nat 20 for a 25. I'll share my screen, bitch. There you go. Check that out, you dumb fuck. Oh, uh, well, because I lied. I didn't roll the nat 20, look. I mean, I didn't roll the 23. I knew you were going to try to lie, so check it. It's gloryholesale.com. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, all right. We're back to the game. We're back to the game. Uh, yeah. And... So, as you all continue past this makeshift camp and these set of peculiar stones, it starts to get a bit warmer. The sun has come over the horizon now and trudging for a number of hours. Also, I want it to be known that I'm a natural explorer in the desert. Okay. So, if we travel for an hour or more, my party does not... Um, we can't be lost and we remain alert to danger and I, we can move stealthily at a normal pace. Helpful yeah. to know. Thank you. You do... Uh, both of you do lose one water skin that okay. you have. Okay. Did we know how many we have? Yeah, we have three each. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. As you continue to make your way, you begin to smell the sea. And you start to hear birds, seagulls. Another 30 or so minutes pass, and the terrain begins to change suddenly. You start to see large shelves of sand with some actual living vegetation on them. You start to see some rock formations jutting out of those jutting out of these vegetation pieces of vegetation and the smell of the sea is much stronger and sure enough another 10 minutes and you can see the coastline all right i think we should uh chill here and kind of look for signs of uh the ship that we're waiting on uh, I'm okay with that. You think I'm we gonna take hide? a deep breath? It's been a while since I've been at the sea. I am just gonna be staring out in amazement. You know, I've uh, never actually came out to the sea. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful. Uh... Fuck! I don't know the word. God damn it! <laughs> 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 it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, it's been a while for me, too. I, I haven't seen the sea since I was a small child. Yeah. I, I don't even know if beautiful is the word I'd use. I, I'd say almost scary. A lot of sea out there. That's a way to put it, I guess. Do you have a stroke last night at the camp? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just like half your face is drooping. Maybe there was <laughs> there is some poison in that stinger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
No, oh, don't geez. leave above it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep looking out for the a dock or any signs of like uh, an outpost. I'm actually. Uh, you think we should just go into this kind of stealthy? Try to keep down. I mean, what are we worried? It seems like the guards of Grenfell have their hands full. Yeah, I mean, we're both marked. That's. Yeah, I mean, I'm always down to stay stealthy, so what do you think? We move on the right side of these the vegetation to try to keep cover? And you're, you're the one that said that you know how to handle yourself out of here. I, I live in a fucking attic. All right, well, um, I'm going to get as close to the sea as possible, but still try to take up shelter and stealthily put myself in a position to where we can't be easily seen from uh, land. It's tough, but... You know the terrain well enough that you're not going to be real close to the water, but you're going to be close to this shelf that's kind of been eroded away at high tide off to your left. Okay, can I look for any, like, stacks of stones? Make a perception check. I'm going to guidance myself. Eight plus two, so ten. Nothing right now. There's a lot of noise and distraction with as many birds as there are, and the waves kind of crashing in, and the wind beating as it is, and your visibility is not great um, up against this shelf, moving as stealthily as you are. But nonetheless, you continue pace, and you continue for about an hour. I need you both to make stealth checks, please. Rod, why is it whenever you're looking for something, you always put a hand on your crotch? What's that about? (laughs) It's canon. (laughs) Canon that your rod touches his penis for guidance. Uh, um, it's 20. We can move at a normal pace while stealth. Um, yes, but you're but still... You still have to roll a stealth check. Alright, 17. What'd you roll? Alright, 20. Nat- so, natural 19. <sighs> as you all continue to move along this shelf, listening to the water kind of crash onto the beach, the seagulls in the air... You make your way towards the sea a little bit. This shelf that's been eroded away starts to move in towards the sea. And as you crest around to look forward, further east, you notice sails on the horizon. A number of them. And some seagulls circling above. And then you notice a small dock. And an even smaller, familiar halfling figure. Standing at the edge of this dock. In front of the ship. About 400 feet from you. 
and you see him kind of put a hand up and then slowly bring it back down. I guess we weren't sneaking too good. Uh, all right, let's go. Yeah, if he could see us from that far away. <laughs> For like a mile like, and a half hey away, he's like, he's like, what the hell? What the fuck? All right, uh, I'm, we're, we're still going to kind of check our position, but I'm, but let's start walking towards him. Okay. So you guys continue to walk towards, and <clears throat> as you get closer to this dock, you notice that it's not just Casper. There are three other individuals standing on the ship and moving some things from the dock onto the ship. Hey, Casper, how's it going? Going well. I think it's close to about mid-afternoon now. You all seem to make an all right pace of it, if not a little behind. Yeah, Yeah, we actually came up to some trouble right after you left. Uh, We tried to stay the night at the camp and got attacked by some sort of giant scorpion. Oh, yes. They're out in droves nowadays. That'd have been a nice little heads up. Well, there's other things out here besides scorpions. Good thing that you only encountered one of them. Like blizzard devs? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, who's your, uh, your friends here? Oh, yes. This is the small crew. That's the only one left in the Forgotten Shadow. Let me introduce you to the captain, if we can call it that. And as he turns and steps towards the dock, he, uh, waves over. You see... Kind of a short, uh, tanned skin and short hair, kind of shaved on the sides, um, uh, but the hair kind of comes over the shave down one side of her face. A female elf, uh, clad in a number of leathers and a kind of red cloak, and her hair is a bit of an auburn. And she kind of brushes it behind her ear. And uh, Cathbert walks up and says, Oh yes, Miss DeSantis. This is Abanath and Gerard. They are a uh, working contract for Shadow. And Reach she back goes, into my hair, pull Gary out, just kind of let him walk around my hands, paying attention to him. Nice to make your acquaintance, DeSantis. Have you ever made this trip before? I've made it a number of times, so hopefully you're not in our way. Didn't know we'd be having guests. Good thing is, the travel is short. Should take us, it's say, half a day. Make it to Arid's call? Does that work for you? Yeah, what can we call you, um, Mr. DeSantis? Just call me Captain. Works well for me. Any relation to Ron DeSantis? <laughs> no relation at all. Now, if you're going to be on my ship, you better pull your weight, both of you. Is he allowed to uh, wear his mask? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> 
The fact that you said that in character. Reel it in, Brian. <laughs> let's, let's, let's reel it in. <laughs> All right, yeah, we won't we won't cause any trouble. We'll just be along for the ride. But apparently we're needed out there, the arid call. Lot of those needed. And who else do we have aboard? Oh, yes. This here is Rogar. And this is his brother, Levitus. And you look both, and you see two uh, humans, kind of older, ah, middle age. One of them is a bit younger than the other. One's got a full gray beard um, and some short kind of salt and pepper hair. Um, and the other's uh, completely clean shaven and some long brown hair. Uh, and Rogar kind of looks to you, long haired one. He looks to both of you and goes, Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Welcome I give him a bit of a nod to both of them. Now, if that'll be all, we need to go. Does that work for each of you? Yeah, we're ready. We're all uh, ready for the trip. Anything you could tell us about the journey? I don't know if uh, Aberdeen's ever been on a boat before. What's a boat? Well, it is a vessel which would transport you across the water. And I would say if you get sick, put your head over the side of the ship. Why would you get sick? The boat tends to move a bit. I move all the time. I don't usually get sick from moving. Look okay, at this fucking dog out. <laughs> this dog is ruining this goddamn podcast. By the way, Abernath is an eight on intelligence. I mean, I am a full-blown retard. I am ten. So... If that's enough faffing about, we'll be going. Casper, Casper, untie us, please. And as you get on the boat, it's pretty small. Uh, It is not large uh, at all. It has two sails, one larger, one smaller. Um, And it looks like there's a door that enters a captain's quarters at the back of the ship, but it is tiny. Um, I'm going to just find a spot on the boat away from, out of the way, and I'm just going to throw my bag down and, and lean up against the wall. As you push off from the dock, the sails unfurl and the boat starts to move and sways a bit back and forth. Abernath, make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Damn, natural 19 for a 21. 21? Oh, wait, actually it would be more than that. No, that is my saving throw modifier. Goddamn. 21. So as you, um, as the boat starts to rock, it's a different feeling. You feel a little queasy. But your body starts to adapt to it pretty quickly. Felt like you might get sick, but that feeling has faded. And Gerard, as you are standing on the the side of the boat, uh, Captain DeSantis kind of comes over to you. Uh, she doesn't sit next to you or stand over you, but she stands next to you, kind of looking out at the sea, hands on the railing. So, 
Have you been to Mintosa before? That doesn't ring a bell. The trading city on Arid's Cult, the only city. No, I've uh, never left the continent of Prescal. I understand. It's a big continent. And she kind of moves her... She keeps looking out at the sea, but you almost feel her chin lower to you a little bit, and she speaks a bit softly. I don't know what trouble Casper has got you into, but there's a reason this is my last trip to Mendoza. How is it that all these other boats have been able to make it? and are not been able to return but you seem to have made this journey multiple times mostly it's due to the fact that we have a small boat and I'm a bit of a bitch when I need to be the other boats were overloaded with people refugees escaping Mentosa and Arid's Call altogether group of miners seeking to make their fortune I will have no such nonsense. Why are they trying to escape Mentosa? Hespers no doubt told you. The air is thick. It's hard to breathe just standing. Nothing grows there. And what does is a skeleton shell of what it should be. Are you going to be... Sorry, please. Are you going to be our return trip? I don't know how you're getting back. Because I am sailing to Farinwald. I know why you wouldn't want to stay in Mentosa now, but I'm kind of concerned on how we're... how we're going to get off the island once we finish our tasks we've came here to do. Any advice you can give us while we're on the island? How you're getting out is between you and Casper. But I'll say, wrap your cloak around your face and do not trust Bormund. He leads Mentosa, profits from what gold they can mine. And they say he has some sickness. What's his relationship to Saratov? They have some business arrangement as far as I can tell. But Borman is in it for himself. And ever since the sickness started to take over some on Aaron's call, he's welcomed their their leaving. As they've departed, he's only seen to hoard the gold for himself. Board up houses in Mentosa, those that have been built. And he works those that continue to mine like dogs. What's the average salary of a, of a miner on Arid's Call? Well, quite higher than something you'd see in Grinfall, I'd imagine. Ten silver a day. But too low for those conditions. And these people are basically working themselves to death. 
Indeed. Do you think Borman has any idea about the prince's son? I think Borman has some idea, because the agents we sent went further south in Arid's Call, and we did not tell him why. And he was a bit pissed off, to say the least, but I work for the shadow. I'm not of the shadow. Just like us. In a way. But I'm not going into hellfire. I appreciate all the advice. Nebernath, how you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm just... I'm just... I'm just... Hold it in, boy. You're okay. I'm just... I'm, I think... Uh, in your uh, nose. Out your mouth. He starts bringing it in, in his mouth out of his nose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Snot's just dripping down his face. Um, like, it just happened to me in real life. Alright, uh, I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna head, I'm gonna head down low. Uh, I need to lay down. Uh, I don't feel good. I don't know if this is a down low kind of boat. We do have a lower level. There's a few cots down there. Feel free. Rogar won't miss it. Yeah, I'm gonna go on down. Gary, come on, I say, and you see the spider just hop onto my hand. Bit of an odd friend you have, but good intentions. I go downstairs and just lay down and play with the fucking spider until we get there. Is Rogar and the other guy a part of your crew? Will they be joining you to Farinwald? They will be returning with me, yes. And it's probably for the best. You've already agreed to whatever you've agreed to, so the only thing I can say is be careful. Always. And she, from her belt, you see this uh, jug, kind of this brown kind of vase with a long neck on it. And she pulls it from her pouch, uncorks it, hands it to you as you're sitting on the ground. Bit of courage, eh? Thank you. Grab it, run, I um, take a big swig from it. Yeah, It's sweet. Tastes more like mead than wine. Um, it's very strong. Alright, uh, it's been a while since I've had alcohol, so I definitely feel in the It's effect. been a while! Sorry, keep going. Since I drank from a brown vase. But try to take it slow. That's the best approach. Well, and you see it doesn't sound like we can take it too slow because the air is poisonous in the air's call. And you watch her step up to the helm of the ship. <clears throat> the waters get a little bit rougher as it goes on. Abernath, make a, another constitution check for me, and Gerard, you as well. Saving throw, constitution. Yeah, this makes more sense. I'm puking. You just carry down there like, I'm gonna... That one! <laughs> that one. Plus two, which is a three. That alcohol really got the better of you. It has been a long time, and you are over the railing, hurling. Did he shit himself whilst hurling? <laughs> that he did not, but... 
hurling over the railing. Abernathy, you are in the cot just trying to get a hold of yourself. Yeah, I'm on the left, by the way. It just comes up a little in your mouth and you roll the cot over and just puke all over the floor. And then at that point, I'm going to move from Rogar's bed to his brother's bed. That's, that's not that's not clean. I'm not going to clean it up either. I'm just going to leave it. Gotcha. So, as uh, as the ship continues, and both of you get a grip of yourself and your stomach, you get to the edge of at the edge of the horizon, you see a landmass appear. And slower and slower, you see trees, leaveless, gray, and more dingy orange than a typical brown. You see, the horizon is dark and stays dark almost like a brackish brown-green landscape. It almost looks like it's made out of clay. Is it like mountainous or the desert kind of like Grandfall? It's more mountainous and the, the ground is like a hard dirt, hard clay from what you can tell from this distance. I'll come out from underneath. The boat makes its way to a shifty, kind of loose dock. You can tell the boards are kind of moving as the waves press into it and the boat gets closer. You see Casper makes a quick bound to one of the side of the ships and loops a rope off to one side and pulls hard. Rogar comes over to help. Hey, oh, this is it. You ever been here before? You talking to me? No, I was talking to the mouse in the pocket. Yeah, I'm talking to you. No, I've never left the continent. I don't know what to expect, but I had a pretty long, lengthy conversation with the captain, and we best I be puked, on our guard. You talking Rogar's bed? <laughs> well, let's just keep that between you and I, because they're leaving. They're going to a different continent, so we won't. They're never going to catch us. Well, I moved his bed. Yeah, like I moved it over the puke, so he won't see it. Is there anything good down there worth taking? Do you want some puke? I mean, like treasures. I, I, I was trying. I was down there just trying to not get sick. I don't fucking know. As All you're right, both well, standing there talking, you hear uh, Casper, a uh, bit muffled because his cloak is now wrapped over his face and nose. I'm gonna do the same, Ebernath. Cover yourself up. Wait, you didn't let him say his thing. Yeah, he can, you. but I'm doing the same thing he's doing. Both of you are ready to go. DeSantis wishes to leave. Alright, I'm ready to move out. Let's go. I was born in it. Um, I'll put a mask around my face as well. Or I guess I'll wrap like a cloth or something. And as you get onto the dock, this almost like this permeating fog of dust and wind seems stagnant. It's not like it's blowing, but it just feels there, like a cloud. Um, and it's rough with almost sand and dirt. The air feels thick and hot. 
and Casper looks at each of you. All right, go. Let's continue to Mentosa. And as he turns and heads in a southward direction, you notice small ramshackle shacks, the roofs of them, in the horizon. Are there any people? None yet. But that's what we're going to pick up next week.